creating cyberspace. Oh, wait, that's your line, isn't it? <laughs> Welcome to a bonus episode of the Double Density Podcast. Today, I'm joined by my wonderful wife, Stephanie, to unpack a lot of the particulars surrounding the television show, The Circle. So what is The Circle? The Circle is a Netflix reality TV show with uh, additional Brazilian, uh, UK, and French versions whose first season just wrapped up. 12 episodes total dropped four at a time over a three-week period, and we both uh, consumed most of the episodes together. You watched maybe one without me, I think. Oh, yeah. It was one of those things that, you know, the the trailer sort of had me intrigued, and then I started watching it, and it was just, well, it's a good thing that they broke it up. Otherwise, I probably would have binged the whole thing within the first week easily. So according to Wikipedia, the Circle's contestants are isolated within their own apartments and can only communicate to the other contestants via the Circle, ostensibly a computer program which transcribes their messages into text as if in a social media app. Contestants are thus able to present completely different identities to the others to hopefully win them over. Every so often, the group of contestants are asked to rate their fellow contestants, with the top vote-getters becoming the influencers of the circle, giving them the power to block one contestant from the circle, eliminating them from the game. So, this aired early 2020. I don't know if you know this, but Netflix actually dropped a cut of the first episode for free on YouTube on December 30th to gain interest. I did not know that. Oh, and before going forward, we should also mention uh, that we're probably going to be dropping a lot of spoilers about this show spoiler alert so if you plan on watching the show uh pause and come back to us when you're ready to get into it exactly so the show starts with eight contestants and in the end we finished the other episode the last episode uh yesterday right the day before yes um uh, so there are five finalists in total right so uh as some contestants get voted off four additional contestants total enter the arena as the season continues and some of those contestants are catfish right so they are not what they appear in their profile picture which i mean if you're a remote fan of the show catfish it's extremely entertaining to see people pretending to be other people well for sure because some people like to play themselves some people play a version of themselves exactly like the contestant sean played a a slimmer version of uh, of a person she wanted to be she she took her friend's photo but her friend was a different completely different body type than hers so exactly and then some people just play completely different so um like one in, of the in, in rebecca's of, case so turned out to be seaburn which is his that was his rebecca was his girlfriend right um well, same thing with with uh uh the mercedes mercedes right but uh uh the mother-son duo oh yeah that was a bit ed with yeah, his mother exactly yes um, well, so they, that was sort of half true because it was Ed. Well, that was my whole point, right? So he plays himself, but his mom's there to help him. Yeah, and say emojos yeah. every two seconds. <laughs> um, so let's back things up a bit. I want to kind of ask you uh, what your history is with reality TV in general. Well, I'm not a huge fan of necessarily anything like... Um, I think the thing that most people compare the circle to a lot is Big Brother comes up a lot, but I never actually got into any of that. I mean, I guess the big difference in Big Brother is that the contestants are all living together, whereas this is really the opposite, that everyone is separated, but, but the yet weird communicating is, constantly. The weird thing is they all do live together in the same complex, Well, they right? live in it's the just, same complex. They never, they never meet. Exactly, because they can't leave their their apartment. Exactly. All they have is to rely on is the messaging medium. So it's them saying, circle, message, so-and-so, and and then doing a waving hand whenever they say send, which is quite satisfying if you think about it, if you're like, send this email. For sure. Like, Wouldn't that be great if we could do that in an office setting? Or we kind of of annoying to watch everyone kind of swat fly. Yeah, no one can see me right now, but I'm swat, swat, swat. (laughs) So you didn't really watch Survivor? You didn't really watch Big Brother? No, I never got into any... The Mole? Remember The Mole? 
the mole what was the mole it was i, I, I vaguely remember it was like uh all, like it was a bunch of contestants working together but one of them was like secretly working against them or something no well i never watched that or the apprentice okay. or any of that i did get i did like the amazing race i guess right. that's considered reality tv yeah but, i'd say so but no nothing i think the thing that they really did well with the circle well, at least the American one. I haven't, I've yet to watch the UK version. Because there are two um, series of those. Exactly. But so the interesting thing next. is that in the UK, it's uh, the first series is 18 episodes and the second one is 22. So just imagine that's right. really drawn out versus our 10. Which is really interesting because traditionally UK versions or originals of shows are way shorter in mm-hmm. episode length than well, any American counterpart. Let's talk about one of our favorite loves, the Great British Bake Off, right? That's 10 oh episodes gosh, per season. Yes people we watched it together we love it exactly um so uh uh let's go to the other side of the equation have you ever been catfished no well i mean well you wouldn't really know right any that i've actually known about Mm. no have i probably talked to some people who are not who they said they were I'm sure I have. I think I I'm, did frequent a Yahoo chat room back in my day. Well, so. I was about to say, like, you pretended to be older, right? Is that the whole... Where? Online? Yeah. No. You're thinking telematch. I apologize. Where I used to... <laughs> we're friends and I used to get together and uh, this was considered, like, fodder for sleepovers. Um, call telematch and pretend and have a profile and say your name was Candy or something like that and leave messages and just to see how ridiculous guys could respond to us yeah this was this i think this was like right when the internet was starting most likely or like when commercial internet was like very easy to access or it was like dial up yeah yeah because <laughs> for me like i i don't know if i ever discussed this on 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 double density but i was catfished you were catfished yeah about 12 years ago by it, me yeah <laughs> no it turned out to be someone else's cousin oh and i kind of figured that one out because they kept talking about their cousin and soon enough i kind of put two together <laughs> okay that's not even a good catfish I know, that's like i know mm. i know but like, <laughs> these was, were the early days they hadn't perfected catfishing. I was yet. still, I was still actually paying, uh, like per text. Like I didn't have a plan. Oh, oh! So this uh, was a pay-as-you-go catfish. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> a catfish that cost me uh, enough in like going to get my minutes. Do you want me to call Neve now <laughs> and have him, you know, like like a catfish episode, but like a throwback one? I we could do that, like a classic one, where I just yeah. like, I'll find this person. And Max can film you and have the camera in your face. I also figured out who they were thanks to um, certain friends of mine who had access to uh, certain data bases that i didn't and were able to confirm certain things for me so, oh my goodness i know i thought i, I knew everything about you surprise it's crazy how did you find the flow of the episodes i think you get into it i think the fact that they constantly switch back and forth between the contestants sort of keeps it interesting you're not really you're not with the same people for too long and what's also really cool is that they you anything that you would see in terms of being written in the circle chat so that's the chat where all contestants could contribute you would see the reaction of multiple contestants all at the same time so that was always fun and interesting because they would do things like sometimes do sm- like small little games and uh sometimes it was like just to deliberately stir stir the pot between the contestants and yeah I think the personalities are really what makes the show what it was. Absolutely, yeah. Something really interesting that you don't really notice until you actively look for it is like no one's actually talking to each other, right? Because they're all talking to themselves. Right. And there's a lot of uh, out like you're thinking out loud, which I'm sure the producers insist that they do in order to keep it interesting because it would probably be quite boring. A lot of exposition there. To listen to everyone just sitting there thinking things. Yeah. They're very reactive. Yeah. Every time it says alert, everyone would yell out alert. So, so like, <laughs> I, I guess that's what they're told to do. How did you feel about the, the, the mechanism of blocking as well as introducing cast 
new cast members as the season progressed, right? Well, the blocking, I mean, I guess that was the way of, of shutting it down. And then that person, whoever would get blocked, would have the opportunity to meet Someone, one yeah. person from the circle of contestants, which sometimes was really shocking because if it was a catfish who would come and see somebody, that person would know that this contestant was a catfish and like that only got, would get revealed later on. Um, yeah, I think I think it's still like a, an interesting thing. The only part that I didn't quite buy was bringing in people later in the game. Yeah, they like, wouldn't have the same rapport with the original people. Exactly. And I think that also worked for the fans because you have this tendency to like you like the the OGs of all the contestants. For sure. So, and I mean, that's how I felt. For I sure. mean, out of like bring someone in for episode seven out of ten, like yeah, they're not going to be your favorite person. You don't have any. You didn't watch them for the whole time. Well, and then conversely, like they didn't have to fight nearly as much to stay either. Well, right? exactly. So I think it was fitting that the contestants that ended it and were amongst the finalists were all the ones that started it as well. Right. Yeah. Because like Ed and his mom got added like uh, episode eight, for example. Right. Exactly. So. So yeah, it, it sucks to be like the the first person, like the Alana, because everyone thought she was a catfish. Oh yeah, like everyone thought she was a catfish, and she wasn't. But there were certain things in her profile that didn't help her, because I think I feel like if you're putting a picture like that of yourself, and then you're saying, "Oh, I'm a model," right? I was well, a Playboy people, man. I turned on Playboy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, kudos to her that everything was real. But the tendency is, you would probably think someone's making that up just to look cool. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, and it's funny because like uh, a lot of the people that you first meet you're kind of like oh, i don't know about them right like shubon oh for God. example like the first episode you're, like, oh, you're not sure and then uh, like joey for example like everyone no I felt was joey like, joe i think you you and i can both say that joey like when i first saw him i was like okay this guy's like a reject from the jersey shore well i think that's the thing is like we were we were short tainted right like, oh my goodness and then you end up like falling completely for this guy just finding that he's really genuine very sweet and just very caring and the bromance is real with him and Shubom and and mm. the contestants and they all got quite close considering they never met yeah for sure one of the funny things though is like it's a relationship between us and and um each contestant but then the contestant the contestant and their uh digital identity right so joey of course. was playing himself but other people didn't and then we watch joey playing himself but the funny thing about all of this is that when you look at someone like Joey, uh, and actually a lot of the cast used the words like loyalty. It was kind of mm. interesting to see. Yeah, like use... hashtag loyal to the fam right. and whatnot. Including your your favorite contestant, Chris. Oh, Chris. Chris, if you're listening somehow, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, like for example, like he was very, very um, uh, into feelings and reading in between the lines of a lot of the text that we and I were both like, yeah. these seem very simple like exchanges. There's nothing of depth here, but a lot of people were creating uh, meaning out of that with each other's interactions. And I guess that's something that happens when you are isolated. Well, when you're isolated and alone, you're obviously going to read into like picture that we read into texts and emails in our everyday life so picture removing everyone around you and this is your sole way of communicating of course you're going to infer more emotion behind anything that's being said for sure um so one of the funny things too that i found is that so let's jump all the way kind of like to towards the end right where um uh they all decide who they are and they all get locked in in terms of the vote right because there's the final ranking and then right. a winner is determined but then they all got to meet each other right and i feel like in that moment um and there's a weird kind of joy that I think happened at the end of episode nine and the beginning of episode 10 when we finally got to see it was like almost like Avengers Endgame, you know? Yes. It's like when any kind of movie or TV show, when people who have been 
at a distance are finally brought together and you get to witness that kind of interaction, of course you're going to be happy and excited. I think there was also the big reveal, again, spoiler warning, when everyone gets to see that Seaburn is not who he has been portraying himself to be, which can I be honest for anyone who listened out there? Was anyone really buying that Seaburn, the part where he was talking about having his period and said that his entire left side just hurt? And I was like, come on, ladies, how are you not smoking this catfish out? But that was just me. I, well, there a lot of people were towards the end, right? Like Joey was convinced he yeah, was. Ed was convinced he was. That's why I wasn't really surprised at that point. But I was actually shocked that he was able to stay in the game for as long as he did, considering every time he spoke, he sounded like a robot. Sound like, I am very hurt by that, or I am very nice, or whatever. Everything was the same. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, it wasn't episode 9 and 10. Sorry, I was thinking about episode uh, 11, 12. For which ones? For the, for the, for the, the meet at the end, right? Because they all get dressed up. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I find that like it was kind of interesting because like there's almost a joy that we also get to see through there. As oh my god, we were cla- to- I was like when Shubom got to hug Joey, I yeah. was like, yeah, so and also excited. The fact that they realized that they were real, like that was yeah, the uh, fun moment. Yeah, but it's I it's kind of like this that. weird. I feel like this show is almost like a really great PSA because I was talking about this with some coworkers about how like 20 years ago when you were picking an email address, you weren't using your name, right? You were using something else because like people told you don't use your name on the internet, like a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Not anyone I know. What? Like a Pikachu with an underscore and a name <laughs> yeah, and a number. That's it. Right. Maybe your homeroom. <laughs> just just putting that out there. But yeah, like back in the day, you weren't using your full name at no. your email provider, right? Because you were like, I want to not have my name on the internet. I want to make sure that there's some distance between my real identity, and my digital one. And now that's the only thing that ties us together with is like with you know with social media like Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's kind of funny though it's like easier to verify who you are through these channels like back in the day like apart from my email address like you couldn't really find me on the internet no no i think there's also something to be said about the fact that i i think when we're watching it unfold it's really interesting but a lot of people do this kind of thing all the time on online dating or the representation of yourself like in this case in the circle they only had about two or three pictures yeah and they thought very strategically about what kind of pictures to put up to see what would it convey. Yeah, exactly. In terms of like, are you a sporty person? Are you like a clubby person or whatever? And I think that's what like everyone does in real life too. Oh, like for you're sure. always showing your best self. There's a level of curation here. And I think that's yeah. a really good point because they also curated every interaction they had. Like, cause of course. there's a lot of strategizing about what proper words to use when you wanted to send a, a like a private message to someone almost. Right. And which praying hands emoji or whatnot <laughs> you're going to follow up your, your message with. But either way, it's, uh, I still think all in all the concept of it was very interesting. Like right. I said, it, it's, it's not your typical kind of show where you have a cast of characters. Right. One of the really interesting things, and I, I know they do this on, on shows like Big Brother 2 and, and Survivor and things, but they had to, uh, 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 challenges, right? Which was really interesting yeah. because of the fact that how do you do challenges when you are alone in a room, right? So the, the one with the, the cake, right? So they, they asked contestants to recreate a cake from scratch. and then take To a decorate a cake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's something to be said, too, that you want anything that you make to stand out. Because I think in this game, if you don't, it, it can work against you. Either if you stand out too much, as Alana did, like she's a good example for the first one. She was very much someone who like tried to show how perfect she was. And that really backfired against her. For sure. Whereas Rebecca, aka Seaburn, sort of made his career in the game sort of flying under the radar and yeah. not being too overt. Exactly. 
So uh, it's hard to tell. It's really yeah. hard to tell in these situations what what strategy works. Well, the funny thing too is that Shubham came in. He doesn't didn't have a digital presence. Which no, he doesn't like social media. Well, he's on Instagram social, now. Social so, Medusa. Yeah, so he's on he's on Instagram now, right? Well, so. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so the funny thing there is that he's kind of become what he was like reeling against in the first episode, but then yeah. he suddenly becomes an influencer for multiple episodes, right? Like, and in the first episode, he's ranked the lowest, yeah. and then he goes all the way to the top, at least in I think three or four of the episodes. Yeah. So then it's like this weird kind of thing where he uses the power of his personality to sort of like shine a light on himself mm. and be able to sort of uh, um, become a favorite amongst a lot of people based on just being himself. And he has like the anti-presence, right? He's just he's like the baseline almost. He's just really cute, too. He's pretty adorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the overwhelmingly uh, in, uh, one of the, the themes I see a lot online since the last episode came out is um, uh, a lot of people describe the circle as like a pure experience almost because of the fact that like there's not a lot of like of the normal machinations that you'll see during a, like a reality TV show. And there's like multiple contestants, like a lot of deals being made, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah, well, the alliances were there, which I think in any kind of reality show, there are alliances, like especially something like survivor or whatnot. That was a big piece of how you make it to the end. And so in this way, I think the alliances were still made, even though the players weren't together, there was still a lot of that kind of aligning yourself with somebody to strategize or getting rid of somebody that you thought would have been more of a threat. Right. I feel like it was more of a person personality based thing here mm. where it's just like, even though yes, there was like agree uh, like agreements and things, it didn't necessarily come through. Cause at the end of the day, your ranking, uh, no one gets to see you rank anyone else. Right. So like the idea of no sitting in your room and deciding like, okay, well I said this, but actually like I feel this yeah. was kind of interesting. And I feel like that kind of like sort of, if we're going to take that metaphorically is kind of a different way in which we um, operate online versus in real life. Right. Like yeah. we're, uh, you know, as everyone is super nice to as many people as possible, but then, you know, online, you may want to like talk some shit. Well, yeah, that that's for sure. And I think you still saw some of that, that, you know, during the group chats with everybody, everyone's like, I think Ed calls them out at one point about how fake everyone is as well. And the other guy, Bill, yeah, who is like super forgettable. Well, so like when, when, uh, your and my favorite, uh, least favorite personality, Alex slash Adam, right? So when Adam leaves and then everyone's like, Rebecca's going to be devastated. And and so Seaburn's sitting there and he has to sort of play up this fake version of himself. He has to pretend to be stunned that someone that he is ostensibly online (laughs) attracted to is like leaving. Right. And he feels like it's a a bunch of emotional labor that he has to give out. Yeah. And if only he knew it was a guy in a tie dye shirt with overalls (laughs) talking to another guy pretending to be his girlfriend. but it's literally like half the internet, right? So yeah, these, I guess so. That's the kind of jokes that happen about all these like different dating websites where it's like, you know, actually like it's probably just a bunch of dudes trying to catfish each other. Right? Probably. It, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Like, you know, that old adage like girl, which is like a girl <laughs> when you meet a girl online, but girl is actually an acronym for guy in real life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it's less so now with like all of these different dating apps. But back in the day, like you never knew. Well, who's to say? No, I mean, there. I'm still I'm sure there's as much faking with profiles and whatnot. Now it's probably probably just more complex because you have to have enough pictures to represent yeah, another person and put but up stories yourself and people get an exactly idea of but i still think many people as evidenced by how many seasons of catfish are oh, there yeah. how many episodes yeah yeah but remember everyone's skype is broken or their phone camera doesn't work <laughs> well so the inverse <laughs> happened to me with the first I and mean, we've talked about this the first girl i ever kissed i was 15 i met her on a south park uh, like irc chat right which 
everyone out there, that is not where we met. No. <laughs> I did not meet him on a South Park chat. She met us on a Mo- Montreal Teens on IRC. That's where we met. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, so I was... Remember I asked you, I'm like, what does everyone talk about? Like, how Kenny died and <laughs> Cartman and... Well, there's very little South Park talk that actually happened there. Okay. It was just like a bunch of people hanging out talking, right? Okay. So, about South Park. Yeah. But okay. I was... Before the term catfishing was mentioned, I was worried I was being duped, right? Like, some predator would come by, see me, and like, grab my butt like or something. Like, chef. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone wearing a chef mask or a cane exactly. mask was, or someone in a parka was going to swing by and just grab my butt. Uh, but that was an instance where I thought I was going to get catfished, but I didn't, right? So I think that, like, it's it, it was, like, a, an exception to the rule almost that, like, someone said who they were online in real life in, like... Oh, in that in, instance, In, like, 2000 yes. or 2001, right? So, of course. But, I mean, I like I said, I think probably every single person has chatted with somebody online that wasn't who they said they were i'd be kind of curious if anyone wants to uh, talk about their catfishing experiences yeah if anyone on there went go to a south park site everyone you know feel you free you can tweet at us at double underscore density or email us at d- uh, double density podcast at gmail.com we'd exactly. love to read out your emails about this uh but yeah you've never been catfished you've never catfished like i know of no no i have never catfished <laughs> but you, it's too complicated like when you, you see people and they say like they had to keep track of all these details and what they said to all these different people and you're like my god like someone had so a google folder work. right like a yeah, google doc. so much work I know it is, but some people seem to get a psychological thrill out of pretending to be other people, right? And this is well, like, some escape. It's escapism, right? Sure. To just pretend to be someone else. But isn't it weird that like we, uh, so like once again, we use this television show as escapism, and then these people probably use this opportunity as a form of escapism from their real life, right? Or, or at a chance to become a celebrity, for sure. And it, it's working, right? Like they're doing of the course. press rounds, all the the runners up and the winner, everybody, all of the finalists. So you know, Sammy, Chris. Joey, Seaburn, and Shubham, all of them are like have massive Instagram followings now. Yep. And I mean, like, they'll ride the wave out and see where that goes. Who knows what, yeah. what's next for them? Like, it might be a one and done, but it's an incredible one and done, right? They'll probably end up being a host or something like that. For sure. I'm kind of super interested in wondering how it feels to actually sit down and watch these episodes as a contestant because the thing is, you don't know anyone else's thought process until you get to see this. And because, as or you're saying, or the reaction. And that's the thing is, because this was over, so overt, so many people had to actually, like, uh, uh, talk about their intentions and things like that out loud versus other shows where there's like thinking but not necessarily you know um, um, an explanation as to how someone reaches a conclusion I think it'd be kind of interesting to sort of like be one of these contestants and then go back and watch this right I totally think so I mean they probably wish that they had done things differently or For sure. there's something very surreal about watching yourself react to all these things by yourself For sure, you know there's and there's also that part like any reality television if any uh, Real Housewives fans out there. Uh, oh, that is actually one reality show that I... <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, they do reunion episode, and pretty much that's just an entire episode of watching everyone's reactions to things that had been said. As well as new fights. Uh, well, yes, there's always a fight in there somewhere. I mean, you know, he's got to make his money. I mean, <laughs> got to do it. Got to do it for Bravo. Yeah, I guess so. You know, but I mean, that people want to see that. They love the off-camera. And that's also usually a part of a reality show is there is the, you know, talk talk room where you go in and you say what you're really thinking. Right. And this Whereas, was all talk room. Exactly. You yeah. don't really see. They didn't really have the option to confer with other people. I mean, no. yes, 
by message, but not yeah, really. Yeah, but the thing is, you don't know their intentions. You no. don't know these. You know, you don't know if you're being catfished, right? Because everyone, you know, uh, in those last two episodes, was worried that everyone. I think the door you was just catfished. wanted to be a catfish and go in there. I think I would have done really well. Actually, you would have been a good. No, you probably would have said that your whole left side hurt during your period, <laughs> and you would have been smoked out. Oh, maybe. But maybe it's kind of funny. Like Shubham was saying, he played an old man. Or oh like yeah, he said like an older. I didn't really get that though, because I'm like, well, that wouldn't have probably helped in the yeah, game. Well, people, but... people probably would have felt a certain level of like empathy, right? Because everyone's kind of more or less like in their like mid twenties to early thirties, right? Fair enough. You know, but they so, didn't know about Ed's mom. No, no, with her no. emojos and her her uh, heavy smoky makeup that made her look yeah, like a bird. Yeah, and her uh, her lovely tanned <laughs> her, her tanned appearance. Uh, any last thoughts about the circle? I just think it was a really interesting and fun show like you really end up liking these people and the characters like it's not everybody like i said not everyone grows on you but it really just shows i think everyone sort of left their feeling like especially in the case of characters like joey where we make a lot of assumptions like just based on people's picture yeah. we do this all the yeah. time we do it with online dating you do it with instagram you do it with everything for sure when it's like you don't actually know the person at all no. and i think that's not that this is some revolutionary concept, but I think the show really emphasized that for Before sure. Before I forget, though, uh, this kind of has a touch of Black Mirror in it, doesn't it? A Black Mirror? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> for everyone that knows me, you know I love Black Mirror, and uh, I, I could see them doing an episode about this. For, well, they kind of already did, right? Like the, the second episode the of the 10 first... The 10 million credits or exactly, whatever. Yeah. Is it 10 million? The second episode from the first season. Whatever yeah, it is, exactly. yes. Where the guy yeah, becomes the prophet at the end. It is sort of, but yeah, a little bit. I feel like it's that is kind of like the logical extension. Charlie Brooker. But, I mean, the idea of social credit exists, right? So the idea... Like, yes. It's in China right I think now. It, it's a little bit of no, the nose episode dive. of Nosedive yeah. as well. Um, yeah, definitely that idea of like what you perceive and other people that think that you're something worthwhile, it adds your social credit and mm. you know makes you more desirable for sure and right. attractive yeah yeah like for example like alex slash adam came in and was like very flirtatious i know you're rolling your eyes but he he, he came in. i just couldn't deal with that guy he's yeah he came in playing, he should have been himself actually it would have been a lot funnier he was now. just coming off as a real creep because he as adam he was like very 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 aggressively hitting on women right and, and all the women were like met like because he thought all, sorry, that's all the women presenting wanted. characters were yeah because well, like, again yeah <laughs> again seaburn yeah. yeah. awkward exactly. exactly but yes so i mean like he was he was playing that very aggressively and it backfired spectacularly but that just goes to show like sometimes you think that taking like a strong stance like that will make people like you and it can really rub people the wrong way yeah and that's didn't win him any points in the end. No, for sure. And he, that's one of the reasons why he w exited the game before the end of it because exactly. of the fact that like people were able to see that like this was a uh, he just came across as disingenuous. Yeah, and like uh, uh, almost like non-normative behavior. Almost like you're not supposed to just you know winky face everywhere. No, have some class. <laughs> I think that's the, that's kind of it. Like have the class. Although I mean, Joey sent that's what he would call the big purple guy for right. the eggplant emoji. Right. You know. You want to talk about the the eggplant emoji and its historical symbolism? Well, him and Miranda kissing. That's true. So we'll find out what happens We'll there. have to find out what happens. <laughs> Did the date happen? I don't know. Uh, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me on this very special episode all about the circle, all about digital identities. Uh, I'm hoping that this kind of gets people to start thinking about what they post online because you and I both talk about how people love to post the idealized version of themselves online, right? So mm -hmm. I hope that this kind of starts a conversation about like what your online identity looks like, not necessarily in, like, in a PSA kind of way, but more in a like, a, you know, what are you presenting to the world kind of thing? Like what's your brand, right? Because that's social media and that shows your brand, right? So it's, uh, you know, these contestants stepped into a ring and had a brand ready to go 
Yeah, and they made it work for them. Yeah, for sure. Some better than others, but uh, yes, all in all, ones uh, without tie-dye shirts and overalls. Yes, some did better than others. So if for some reason you're listening to this and you haven't watched the show, I would definitely recommend doing so, right? Absolutely. It's a good time. You won't be sorry that you watched it. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, like, you can probably gauge how you feel about it within the first, like, two or three episodes. If it's not your thing, great. But I think, like, uh, you know, two or three is, like, a good threshold for, like, whether or not you can enjoy it. I guarantee you'll be highly amused either way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You can find us over on Twitter, double underscore density, as well as Instagram on double density podcast. You can send us an email at double density podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear all of your catfishing stories. Uh, you know, whether you're catfishing or the catfishy, like, is that catfisher? Catfishy. Catfisher or catfishy. One who is catfishy. Re- one who is catfished. <laughs> Recipient of catfishes. Yes. Right. Yes. So uh, you can also find us over at double density.net where you can view me and Angelo's uh, avatars. And uh, try to figure whether or not we are our real selves, our brands. Are they? We'll never know. We'll never know. Any last words? Uh, circle, leave the chat. <laughs> <laughs>